Grab your favorite cup, roll a blunt, slide into a nice warm tub, whatever you need to do to get ready for the new tea. Our goal is to uplift, upgrade, and update you on what is happening in the world from a culturally conscious gaze. Of course, we'll throw in some off-color topics to make our subjects more palpable. Welcome, Welcome to, to Urban, Urban Proper. Proper. Hey, y'all. Hi. It is I. It be me. It is Shisha, the cutler, a.k.a. self-proclaimed queen of everything the light touches. And it be me, Darius the Destroyer, self-proclaimed destroyer of all things, including, but not limited to... Booty hole. Booty hole. It's a booty okay. hole. <laughs> Girl, that's a booty hole. Things that live rent free in my mind. Fully. You know what? You know what lives rent free in my mind? I don't know if you saw the video. It's this girl and she's like, Welcome to McMolly Wops. Can I take your order? <laughs> <laughs> rent motherfucking free. Talking about what was like the side of whoop that like stomp the boots. Hands really? with the side hands with the side of a wooden bat, hands with the side of a taser, <laughs> or hands with the side of a stomp of bitch boots. And you know what else? Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I throw punch that bitch. Isn't that. she from St. Louis? Uh huh. Yeah, my boyfriend knows her. Lives rent. He would. He yeah. He definitely would. Yeah. Starting off the episode talking about your boyfriend. Get it out of the way. Hey. <laughs> so what is on the table for today? Well, today we are going to talk about um, creating content and our personal experience oh, with shit. it, um, being creators on different um, wavelengths and. In different outlets and sources of content creation, it's uh, it's rough out here in these streets. It's definitely rough. Um, in in this day of age, like social media is where a lot of people. If you're not posting your your content on social media, you're just not existing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people think the the market, the market is it's hard to stand out. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think the market is oversaturated. Um, which I disagree a little bit. On certain aspects of that, yeah, um, just depends on what outlet or what you're doing. On um, as far as creating content, uh, of course, we Darius, you are just a master uh, <laughs> content creator um, from creating uh, um, plays and music, <laughs> art. So for me. Content creation has been something that I've always done. And even before it was called being a content creator. Mm -hmm. Like, I always have been drawing, have been writing, have been fucking singing and dancing. And, and like, doing all this stuff that is just, like, me living my life. Yeah. Didn't know that I could make money off of it. (laughs) (laughs) But here I am. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it, it, it really has, just in my 27 years of life, almost 28 years, will be 28 in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, my almost 28 years of life, I've seen content creation change. Like, it's gone from being, you know, uh, Vine when we were in, what was that, high school that Vine was a thing? Or was yeah. that after high school? I, I want to say probably, like... At least for me, I was out of high school. I'm just a couple years older than you. Yeah, I think I was yeah. like a junior or senior when Vine was happening, when it was popular. Yeah. But literally, TikTok is just Vine with a different video format. Yeah. And like a little bit more of a technological boost because here we are in 2020. The world might be shit, 
But the technology is moving along. The technology, and it's, it's, you really have to keep up. You really have to continuously practice this. Especially depending on like what your, what your niche is. Like as far as like, um, graphic designing or, um, animation, you really have to, uh, sharpen your skills continuously because there's always new things coming out and always new trends. Yeah. And that's a, the, the, that is the main, like, the biggest thing with content creation is to always be learning. Never think that you have learned everything that you need to know about whatever your lane is because there is always something new. We were just talking about the other day how, what version of Photoshop we were on. Because <laughs> yeah. it changes so frequently. It like, does. And from version, I've had Photoshop, I've been using Photoshop since high school. Mm-hmm. Since high school, there have been, what are we on, CS20 something now? 2021? Yeah, CS20. So that's 10 years worth of Photoshop changes Yeah, that have happened. Yes. There's no way that in high school, I know, I there's shit I'm still learning today that I didn't learn back in high school. Yeah. And even like just think of a little throwback. Like, I don't think a lot of people, we've talked about this before, I believe, unless... I don't know on the podcast or just in our personal conversations about how like Black Planet and mm-hmm. um, MySpace back in the day mm-hmm. really taught us HTML coding and CC at what is it CSS cascading styles. Yeah, and how I wish I would have stuck with it. <laughs> uh, but no, like you really like that has even changed from me knowing how to do that. You know, from middle school, like I say, seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, to early in uh, high school, like freshman and sophomore year, until like reintroducing myself uh, to it in my late twenties, in my early thirties, it's like what? Like it's a whole new world out it there. Is. It, it definitely is, and it's good. It's great. It's great to have innovation. And like what, like one thing that I've learned is that, like you were saying, grow with the mm-hmm. thing. Don't let it, if you have something that you are passionate about, you're a content creator, whether it is making seven second videos on Vine or (laughs) long form YouTube videos or graphic design or a podcast or a blog, always stick with it. Stick with the thing. It's not like riding a bike. You will not just be able to get right back on that bitch when you stop. (laughs) Yeah. And that's kind of like segue to me. Like we were talking earlier about how um, I was really into like the drawing, the painting, mm-hmm. um, like I said, the coding, the uh, HTML coding and stuff like that. And I really stepped away from it because like real world hit me. Like I needed to, which happens to a lot of people. You focus on surviving mm-hmm. and creating a career for yourself. Yep. And you really push that aside um, in adulthood and I'll say in the last three years, I really tried to revisit that and realize that it's not like riding a bike. It really isn't. It it's, isn't. It's like really have to like relearn a whole bunch of stuff all over again and like start from fresh and st- like Dreamweaver and uh, Photoshop. Oh my God, Dreamweaver. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even know if Dreamweaver still a thing. No, it is it's still, still a thing. A thing yeah. yeah. Um, but from like I said, like I got a. Um, a certification in user experience design earlier this year and a lot has to do with like web design um, and graphic design and like having to relearn that um, and rediscover my artistic side was has been a bit of a challenge yeah definitely yeah. definitely I um, for me one of the biggest things that getting back into was singing mm-hmm. 
And like, I've talked to numerous like vocal coaches and like all kinds of other people who are like, I, I tell them my story of like how I sang when I like all through elementary school, mm-hmm. and then I stopped once my voice started changing. They were like, "That's your mistake." Yeah. Like you should have kept singing through that voice changing. That way you would have grown with your voice. The mm-hmm. key, the point of this episode <laughs> is to grow with your craft. Grow with your craft and be open to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and realizing um, your opportunities. And when I say opportunities, I mean like places where you can. Um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at this thing like it's gonna fall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really like stressing about this. Got this microphone rigged in the arm. I don't know why we can't get it right. This this episode it is precariously perched. Yes. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Um, um, what the hell was it? It was just four seconds ago. What the fuck? Um, and being stressed, stress brain. There you go, stress. This, this yeah. is stress. No, we're not talking. No, about we're stress. not talking about stress. No, I'm just saying. No, this is stress brain. <laughs> what, what, what are you saying? We oh, uh, being creative in in opportunities um, of areas where you lack is is what is that's that's customer service speak opportunities of improvement mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But um, yeah, my maximum has always been always be learning because it, whatever field you're in, it's always going to be innovations. It's always going to be changes, yeah. especially on the content world. You have yes. to keep up with trends, like which mem- memes are popping, um, what type of videos are people engaging with, what type of um, content are people more mm-hmm. um, willing to engage with or drawing their attention to engage with. And that's like one of our struggles um, with our podcast, yeah. honestly. And I was just about to say, sorry to cut you off, but like, good. within finding those things that are trending and popular, still trying to figure out what your lane within that is, is very difficult. Very much so. But also, a lot of people will try to tell you. Now, I've said this. I probably have said it on the podcast. I know I've said it to people. I I did say it on the podcast Mm because I was talking about Drake, and I was like, pick a lane. Oh, yeah. Now, yes, you need to pick a lane. However. Such a Drake hater. Such a Drake hater. Um, But, however, that lane can go in any direction you want it to. It can have many different forks and blah, 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 blah. Like, you you can pick a lane, pick what you're good at. And branch off from there. But always remain in your lane. Don't come in mine because I'm fucking. <laughs> what that, what that one uh, video you sent me was like, you pop it, you pop it, girl, you pop it on your own lane, <laughs> but not on mine. But not in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. not in my neighborhood. Not in my neighborhood. But you pop it. Yeah. Oh, you're the baddest bitch or something like yeah. that. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not on my block. But not on my block. On your block. But like, <laughs> truly, like, we, as content creators, we can grow. And we can find our niche and we can pick our lane and we can create as much content as we can mm-hmm. and kind of lose sight of our creative side sometimes. Yes. So make sure that you're making stuff that you want to make, which is why I say stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, yes. But also be, I, I agree with that to a certain extent, but you also have to roll with the times a little bit. And True. It's just, it's a, it's a catch-22. You really have to... Be able to be original and um, showcase your talent and your niche and also kind of fit it into what's trending to stay afloat. I literally just did that. Yeah? Making a TikTok. Man. I I, came in. 
I'm I'm a Gary into cave in. We're, <laughs> and it's not that I'm anti TikTok. It's just like it's so many social media platforms. Uh huh. And we talked about the social dilemma um, episode on our docu series on Netflix and how um, a lot of social media is geared towards um, making the user addictive. And I found myself like recently. I love Twitter. And I was on Twitter like at its prime, like 2009, mm-hmm. 2011, and I took a long hiatus and I came back and I am addicted mm-hmm. to Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that SpongeBob meme when the fish is just busting the doors open? Yeah. Like I literally like, okay, I'm gonna go do something else. Sorry, I'm gonna go uh, wash the dishes. And then five, ten minutes later, I'm back on Twitter and an hour done passed and I'm like, damn. Damn, I ain't washed the dishes yet. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But yeah, um, it it's so in the algorithm. The algorithm is fucking algorithm. Oh my gosh! So according to, and I I've only been on TikTok for like a week now. Mm-hmm. I only started TikTok, and I, honestly, this kind of really ties into the conversation we're having. My cousin is a musician. Mm-hmm. He plays eleven billion instruments. Yes, eleven billion. Instruments. I mean, he is phenomenally talented. Um, I will link his stuff on our page. I'll share one. He's got some stuff coming out soon. He is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. And we were have. I had recorded a video because I was creating some content. And I plugged my mic in wrong. and Or no, I had my mic on the wrong setting. And there was a bunch of static in the audio. Mm-hmm. He's an audio engineer. He was like, send it to me. I'll try and work on it for you. Yeah. So we got into a long conversation about, you know, media, about business, the business side of things about promoting yourself and he was like you need to make a tiktok and i was like i don't want to and he was like it is popping right now you need to make a tiktok and i was like damn it cousin (laughs) because when bond was popular i was like "Ah," i was more on the on the twitter side Mm -hmm. i was more on twitter and instagram i just came around um, Facebook was kind of dying off for me around that time, mm-hmm. uh, but I I wasn't really trying to create content. I was just basically just like a a patron of the social media back then. The patron saying of social media. Yes, um, but really being a content creator right now, it's just um, especially with our podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like the creating the format or what we're going to talk about on the show. Um, it's a lot goes into it. Um, it's not that hard to do, honestly. It was much easier than I expected yes. it to be. Yes. Much easier than I expected it to be. The hardest thing was getting our shit on iTunes, on like Apple. And that's just yeah, because on Apple, Apple is yeah. a bitch in a hole. <laughs> a bitch in a hole. <sighs> but yeah, it's, um, it is definitely a journey. Um, and it's an exciting journey also. Yeah, well, let's kind of like, let's break down for them the steps in the process that we went through of starting a podcast in case anybody is interested in starting a podcast. Absolutely. Um, so you really don't need, it's a lot of blogs out there that say you need this, a plethora of equipment. And honestly, just to start off, you just need a mic. Yeah. Honestly, a mic in, um, an audio software like yeah. GarageBand that comes with your Mac. Or I don't know what comes. I don't know about PCs anymore. I'm like PC illiterate. I am a diehard Android user. Uh-huh. I, you sit me in front of a Windows computer, and I'm like, "How do you do?" Yes. How yes. do you make the thing do it? 
I used to be all into Windows, but we're, we're having an ADD moment again, like always. But oh, yeah. whatever software comes with your Windows computer, if you have a, a, a Mac and an Apple computer, it comes with GarageBand. Yeah. Every single one does. GarageBand and iMovie. Yes. So yeah, like Shish was saying, a, a microphone for me for a podcast is like the one big investment you should make at the beginning of your podcast journey. Yeah. Because if you have a solid microphone, it doesn't matter what you plug that bitch into, it is going to sound good. Yeah, um, we have a couple of mics. Uh, I have an Apache mic that we use on a regular basis, and also, what is the brand you use? Uh, I have a Blue Snowball. Blue Snowball, yeah. So it's like it's it depends on what your pockets are, but I definitely you can't go wrong with either one. My microphone, my Snowball, I got it probably like like four or five years ago, but it was on sale for seventy nine bucks. And it is a solid microphone. Like, if you want to hear what my microphone sounds like, go to my YouTube channel and watch my videos <laughs> and hit that subscribe button, bitch. Especially the, uh, the Grinch video. Please don't watch that. Oh, my God. Please watch that video. It, it was a lot of fun to do. I have recently gotten into the makeup world and the beauty community, as they call it. Um, I'm not trying to get too deep in that, bitch, because it is some drama. Really? But, yes, girl. The beauty community is fucked. They are fucking crazy. They are oh, fucking crazy, and I'm just like scared to ta- hashtag myself Beauty Boy because like I don't want nobody to be like, "Who is this entering the chat?" And I'm like, I'm just here to put on makeup and skincare. Girl. So they some catty ass bitches. Fully, 100%. oh my goodness, there um, is so many different um, content communities out there. So many. Yeah, we could talk about that. Well, I'll let you finish. Um, but yeah, so my microphone was very cheap. Uh, like I said, like eighty bucks for a quality like. Blue, I believe Blue is the brand and Snowball is the style of microphone. Mm -hmm. But Blue makes like Yetis Mm -hmm. and Yeti is like the goat, holy grail microphone. So this is just like a step down from a Yeti. And Yetis aren't even that expensive. They're like 130 bucks. No, no. Um, I think that's about the the price range of the um, the Apogee one I have was about 130, I believe. And I just wanted to put a little bit, have a backup and Mm -hmm. because we do the podcast, um, at my place mm-hmm. and just so you know have a backup it has to become our primary microphone um but just you know invest in your craft and yes it's the thing you really have to sometimes spend money to make money yep yeah yeah you gotta spend money to make money or just not even just that you have to invest in your craft like um like i was talking about i recently got back into uh graphic design and ux design and i invested in um, first of all, I invested in this expensive ass Mac because mm-hmm. I had an old Mac. I had an older model, um, which is called Vintage now. Yeah, that's what mine is. Yeah, um, so I invested in that, and then I got a um a Wacom pad, a sketch pad, like a digital sketch pad, which is amazing. Which I'm use I'm working on um, acclimating myself fully to. But yeah, it's it's different ways you can do with the content and and. Podcast. Uh, uh, one thing that we kind of not necessarily struggled with, but like had had difficulty, like I said, getting on iTunes, having the correct RSS feed. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what the fucking RSS feed was, and I still can't truly explain it to you. But is it's essentially the link that you use that your i that your i iPod that your podcast is attached to. 
and you put it into all the websites like uh, Spotify for podcasts, Apple Podcasts for podcasts, um, and every other podcast website that you want to use that you want your podcast to be available on. Um, and it links directly to whatever platform that RSS feed comes from. Mm-hmm. So initially we were using SoundCloud, which was fine, but SoundCloud you have to pay to put like post more than however many hours. You're going to have to pay for an RSS feed regardless. But SoundCloud is not necessarily the option I would start with mm-hmm. um, if you're trying to do longer form podcast episodes. Yes, because we talk a lot. A lot. We've tried to cut them down. They used to be like an hour and a half. Now we like to sit around like an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, But then we switched over to Podbean, which my good friend Molly over at the Casually Molly podcast, check her out. She's awesome. I've been on several episodes of her podcast. Um, Molly hipped us to Podbean and Podbean is great. It's like 14 bucks a month uh, for your RSS feed. You can upload everything schedule a post and it will do it for you which is my favorite thing because i don't want to have to remember to post the shit (laughs) at all like especially with like this year and like having stress brain and like we forget a lot of stuff like the other day we were talking about um i was making the graphic for our upcoming episode and i was like yeah i normally try to do it on sundays um not sundays mondays and it was Wednesday, and I was like, "It's it's been about three days. Let me go ahead and at least knock this out. <laughs> Let me not procrastinate." Um, so yeah, it's just it's juggling it and juggling content in real life. It's just you really have to put the time in, yeah, um, for to nurture and to grow and really do your research, um, and try to and try to beat the algorithms. Yeah, as well. hashtags are important. I know a lot of people hate hashtags. I know it's hard to come up with hashtags, but honestly, you can go to your favorite influencers, your favorite, you know, small creators, see what hashtags they're using Mm -hmm. and jump on some of those hashtags. You also can see how saturated a hashtag is on Instagram. Like it will and like most most places will show you how many people are using certain hashtags. So you can be like, okay, is this a good hashtag for me to use or is this oversaturated at the point at this point? Should I start? A new hashtag, which I have, I hashtag a lot of my stuff, black queer content creator, Mm -hmm. which I don't see a lot of people in, which makes me think like, oh, some people going to start trying to click over there. Yeah, because you know, like people honestly try to go for the ones that have the most hits, but you can honestly get lost in the sauce. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to get lost in the sauce, quoting Gucci Mane. You don't want to get lost in the sauce. No, don't get lost in the sauce. You want to be the sauce. You don't want to get lost in the sauce. Be the sauce. That might be Mila. Be the leaf. Be the leaf. Be the sauce. You can't see me. I'm being the sauce. He's being the sauce. He's being the sauce all over the place. All over the place, honey. All the time. But yeah, this episode was just really geared towards like our journeys um, with our podcast and really just, you know, sending the ladder back down, even though we haven't climbed that hard, high up. But just for the people that have been thinking about um, doing a podcast, we talked about it for... How long do we talk about it for? Like God, our whole friendship. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we was like, we need a, uh, we need a VH1 show, and this is the that. Like, if we would have a VH1 show, Jesus Christ, Lord have mercy, we would be on dirty tour level by now. But yeah, anyway, fully. But you just, you really have to just go out and do it. You really just have to put the time in, invest it, invest the money, and just do it. 
One of the greatest things that I took away from my time as a religious person was stepping out on faith. Mm-hmm. If you step out on faith, listen to ASMR snaps. If you step out on faith, you will achieve many great things. I, I, I'm not a religious person. I fully am not. I, can, I can't claim that. But that, um, that, what is the word I'm looking for? Not phrase. Those words of wisdom took me long, a far, a long way. Yeah, it got me a um, a wildly successful play that I wrote, produced, and directed myself. Like all I did was say, "I want to do this out loud," and I did it. <laughs> yeah, and this like to kind of piggyback off the the religious thing. It's like you faith without works is dead. You dead. I want to do this or I need to do this or I need this to happen for me, but it's not going to happen unless you put the work in. And that's a conversation we were having earlier. Like we were talking about, we um, kind of struggle with what to post on our social media, what Mm -hmm. content, uh, if we're going to just, you know, um, stay original or are we going to try to do trendy stuff? Mm -hmm. And it's really having to sit down and do the research and see what's working for other people and see if we can fit it into our idea of what we want or where we want our podcast to go or what we yeah. want our, our brand to be. Um, but we can't do that if we're just like, well, just talking about it. We actually have to put the forth the effort. Yes, yes. And it it is awesome. Like if you are, not necessarily, I don't want to say insecure, but if you are nervous or um, scared about going on a venture on your own, it's always nice to do it with another person. Yeah. And a like-minded person and a person who is um, hardworking. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in two partnerships at this point, and both of them have been, like, amazing. Like, when I was in Same Difference with a good friend of mine a couple years ago, we did a bunch of YouTube content. We made a bunch of music together, and it was great. We both had similar ideas of what we wanted to do, and we did it. And now this partnership with Shisha is equally as fulfilling because we we both know that we have to put the work in to get anything out of it. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's great. And it's 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 been a great journey. And it's just it's really us taking conversations that we had on a regular basis and being like, Well, we didn't know about this coming up or we didn't know about this in our adulthood so mm-hmm. let's let's spread the word let's like i said climb up the ladder and send it back down yeah um and, and that's that's really how you have to be with information a lot of people try to be stingy um with information and it's just like why <laughs> what are you gonna do with that information if you keep it to yourself right like you, you're not going to be able to pass it on to the next generation like in information is wealth knowledge is wealth mm-hmm. as well um but also like a lot of people um struggle with how to um what's the word i'm looking for support content creators yes um that's one of the things that um i even struggled with myself before we became you know we did um urban proper it was just like you don't necessarily have the money to um donate or contribute to somebody's growth mm-hmm. but also with social media word of mouth and social media goes a really long way you really don't have to put money towards um, supporting, even though that's great to keep the business afloat. Uh-huh. Um, not this, not our, you know, talk about us personally, but just you know, um, business out there. Yeah, literally hitting the retweet button, hitting the like button, um, putting something on your story. 
Saving uh, it, like saving a post, bookmarking it on Instagram is yes. a big thing. Yes. Uh, and that's like how most of this is something they don't teach you about. Girl, we learn about that <laughs> shit in school. Um, it's something you don't really think about as a way to beat the algorithm, but a lot of it has to do with how you are interacting with the post. So like mm-hmm. comment on it. Even if you just like put one fucking laughing emoji, comment on that shit. Uh, like she said, like it. Share it to your stories. Uh, share it outside of the app that you're sitting on. Like, if you're listening to this on Spotify, share it to your story to, on your Instagram. Share yeah. it to your Facebook. Um, it really... Word of mouth is everything for digital content creators. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like, especially during this pandemic, or like I like to call it a pumpernickel because everybody likes to mess with the word <laughs> pandemic. Um, during this pumpernickel, a lot of people don't have money to support. So that's like the next best thing is really sharing. Um, like on Twitter, there was a couple of, uh, we tried to start a black owned business trend, uh, thread, excuse me, um, to help support black businesses. Um, and I think that's a great thing because people are like, are very conscious of that nowadays, mm-hmm. um, especially in our community of trying to give back and try to keep uh, money in our communities um, and support our communities and uh, help businesses become a huge conglomerate. A conglomerate. Con- what? Are you I, don't, to say? I don't know. <laughs> conglomerate. I like literally glitch trying to say con- yes. <laughs> literally, conglomerate. My, thank you. My mind is glitch trying to say that. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's simple as that, y'all. It's really that. And, and I really try to be conscious of that, even when I'm not on our podcast, um, social media, um, this is, I see, try to retweet like, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is something I like, or this is something I bought. Mm-hmm. Let me shout it out. Or even if I didn't buy it, this is something I want to buy. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's that, it's just helping Somebody else discover it because somebody else might need it, even yeah. if you don't need it. Yeah, that's very true. And you, nobody will ever know about the product that your friend is making if you don't tell anybody about it. Yeah. Nobody's gonna know that your friends have a podcast if you don't tell anybody about it. Nobody's gonna know that you are the most incredible painter in the world if nobody's talking about it. Like, and that's a part of the struggle of social media and being being a content creator is you always have to be on social media. Yeah. Like, you always have to be absorbing and uh, interacting with content on social media. Yeah, your presence definitely has yeah. to be there. It has to be there. Yeah. Or, like, I remember back in the day, people would post, like, one YouTube video a month. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where it would be two and three, and then it would be like every day of the week they were posting a YouTube video, and I'm like, how in the fuck <laughs> are you doing this? Are you doing this? I don't even have enough time to sit down and watch a video. Yeah. And now that I am a content creator, and now that I post YouTube videos three times a week, this is going to be the best tip you ever get, so listen and listen well, bitch. Batch your content if you have a full day off and you don't have shit else to do and you are a youtube video or you do a podcast or you do tiktok or whatever the fuck you do do 75 of them in one day not really 75 don't exhaust yourself like that but like i if i'm filming i'm filming at a minimum two videos a day yeah 
if it's a makeup day, I'm doing a full video and like seven, like I can show Sheesh right now. My TikTok is like, there's like six drafts of shit that I can post for next week. Always bad. Because what if you fucking walk into the street, get hit by a car and then your arm is broken and you can't make any content? Yeah. Now you got content for days. And that's kind of like what we've done in the last, for for season four, is kind of double up on episodes, especially since we were, we started back up so close to the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew that life gets in the way too. Like sometimes things happen, especially like with COVID and everything going on. Who's to say that, God forbid, knock on wood, but one of us goes to the store and we accidentally contract the virus. And right. it's like, well, we can't meet up. We're no longer, you know, safe to meet up anymore, but right. we still want our content to go on. So it's definitely something, to, a good practice to start. Yeah. I, from the, if you, the more you get yourself into it, the more, like, if you start right now, today, you want to start a podcast. If you start today with two episodes, you will already be in like training your brain. They say it takes a human brain seven times to get into the habit of doing something. Mm-hmm. If you record two episodes at a time seven times, it will be a habit, and yeah. you won't be able to not do it. And even like we were talking about this earlier, um, that I'm going to start committing at least an hour a day to creating content. Um, even on like just from a personal level or for our podcast. It's just mm-hmm. you really have to set some time aside and try to make it a habit so that it would just feel natural. So it doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah. And this doesn't feel like a chore. I mean, it's fun. It's great. Um, especially with the creating graphics for our, our, um, our she episodes. She is killing the game with these graphics, y'all. Listen, <laughs> I went to school for graphic design and I'm like, damn, how you do that, girl? I only went for a semester, so I didn't like I did nothing. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like shout out to the other content um, creators that have created tutorials on how to do certain uh, graphic effects, text effects, because that's really where I've been going to um, and a part of this um, this daily challenge or this weekly challenge um, with Adobe. I'm in Slack. Uh, it's a Slack. Thing. No, I'm sorry, it's not Slack. It's uh, what's the other thing called? Um, Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a challenge um, and there's a lot of people who uh, post tutorials so like you can be helpful like this I'm pretty sure this episode is going to be helpful for the person that is like oh well I want to do a podcast like Urban Proper um, but I don't have the time it's it's, it's even, even if you start off with like shorter episodes it doesn't matter how you start Mm-hmm. It matters how you grow and change and adapt to the thing you're trying to do. Yes. And also, it will feel like a chore sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. not... Like, this for me, like you said, it never feels... Doing this never feels like a chore. Because mm-hmm. it's literally just me hanging out with my good friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, doing something something that we normally would do. Yeah. Um with less drinking. With less drinking. <laughs> oh my god, we should do a drunk episode. Oh, I'm scared of things. We oh say. my god, that would be incredible. <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious, y'all. Um, but as far as creating YouTube and listen, so I this episode is going up way after. So I did a, a How the Grinch Show Christmas look to come out this weekend that we're film that we are recording this episode. Mm-hmm. I spent three hours painting my damn face green, 
gluing a hair on top of my eyebrows, bitch. Like, it is a process. Now, it is a fun process, and it's fun to watch it all come together. But then I spent another three hours filming, what, four TikToks? And that the YouTube video. video, the Grinch video, is <laughs> hilarious. He let me watch it before we started filming. And it's really the Taco Bell cup for me. Like, it's really that whole, like, every time the shit pops up, it just took me out. Like, the whole video is hilarious, but that just adds the, the extraness to it. Like, yeah. Um, but, like... By the end of it, I was like, I just want to wash this green paint off my face <laughs> and go to bed. Yeah. But I'm in the habit now of creating multiple videos, so I have a lot of content to post. And, I'm, you know, I don't have to spend three, six hours every single day filming videos. Yeah. I can do it like two or three times a week. It'd be fine. And it's a lot of uh, conversations we have. Like, I always be like, oh, is, a, is the market oversaturated? I think when we were... Gary to start our podcast it was a new thing to do and it's a lot of podcasts out there but no it's it's not the market is not saturated you really have to find the thing that's going to set you apart and just do it mm-hmm. just do it as you know our newly canceled Shia LaBeouf no more <sighs> is to say and if anybody doesn't know Shia LaBeouf is being sued by his ex-girlfriend um FK Twigs yeah that's which her. I didn't even know that happened um, apparently he's super abusive, um, allegedly had, had given her STD, oh my God. um, was very uh, insecure in his relationship. I read the article she said if he, if she didn't give him a certain amount of kisses in a day, he would berate her about it. I mean, a thousand kisses, I, I'm an affectionate A thousand person. kisses? No, I'm not. I'm just, I was getting ready to quote Luther Vandross. Oh. <laughs> a thousand kisses is never too much. Never too much. Okay. But like, you counting them? That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, and a lot of people were like, well, he was already a weird dude, but it's just like, you could be a weird person without being abusive. You could be different without being abusive. Yeah. Um, And that was really disheartening. Listen, let me say this to y'all. I have been madly in love. With Shia the Beef. Yes, his last name means the Beef. The Beef. Since that movie Disturbia. Okay, this is great. I love Disturbia! Such a good movie. And I remember, this was right around the time when I came out. And I remember watching that movie and being like, holy fucking shit. This white man could get these cookies. Can get all the cookies. That was the moment for me. That was the moment. And now, I gotta keep them in the cookie jar. Gotta keep him in a cookie jar for Shabala LaBoo no more. Shia LaBoo no more. No more. No more. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Terrible. No. But um, back on the subject of oversaturating the market, uh, there's a lot of new celebrity skincare lines coming out. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm sick of it or sick of it. I don't know. Fenty. Look, we stay at Fenty. Fenty, yes. Um, I've actually yet to use Fenty. Girl, get into it. You won't have to order it because it will be in Sephora as of December 26th. But you know what? I already used a very expensive It's not expensive. But no, like I had already invested in my next mm -hmm, round. mm -hmm. And I was like, when it was popping, everybody was like, oh my God, 50, ordering this out of stock, bitch. I was like, I was one of the people that made it. Yes, you was. you, You were. Thanks. I'm on my third round. No, I had just got my, I probably had to get a like new stuff like every three months and I had just got 
$96 worth of skincare. <clears throat> so, yeah, I wasn't investing in the That sounds like, that sounds about right. Yeah. The Fenty, I think they have like, so now they have four products. They have the Total Cleanser, mm-hmm. the Fat Water, and which is a serum toner combination, and the Hydrovisor, um, which is a moisturizer and SPF at the same time, mm-hmm. which I love yeah. that. But now they have the Instant Reset Night Cream, which I also really, really adore. Uh, they have like a package of all four. Ooh. And it's like a hundred bucks. That's not bad. That's not for Fenty. No, Fenty is affordable anyway. Like uh, Fenty is a luxury brand, but it's more on the affordable side of luxury yeah. brands. Yeah. The skincare is hella affordable. Uh-huh. Like for real skincare brand, Human Race, which just which just launched a couple weeks ago, is like way more on the luxury side. It's really? like 30, 40, 50 bucks. Ooh. And J Lo's skincare line is like luxury. It's like a Tatcha where it's like 60, 70 bucks. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, but J Lo, if you want to send me some and I can review it on my YouTube channel, I'm into it, girl. Yeah, and if anybody has upcoming skincare line out there, um, you know, we have lovely faces. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not extra sensitive to certain stuff. I have built up my tolerance, so I am not. Yeah, so send us some stuff. We'd love to to review it for you, even if it's not skincare. If you have um, any games, any uh, apps, any clothing lines, we would love to advocate for your brand. Yes, yes. If you you sell candles, bitch, send a a brother a candle. I love candles. Um, If you have a type of food that you sell. Cookies. We love cookies. Love cookies. I'm Speaking awful. of which, I need some insomnia cookies in my life like 20 minutes ago. Listen, I am on the other side. How about cookies be doing it for me? How about cookies are good? Yeah. Insomnia has that peanut butter cookie that is just like the right amount of peanut butter for me. Listen, how about cookies have this chocolate chip oatmeal cookie mm-hmm. and Ooh. this monster cookie that has like M&M chocolate chips, oatmeal. Oh my God. It's Literally, shout out to my boo because sometimes I'll be having a bad day, she'll send me a box. I don't know, mm, we love to see you. She just want to keep me fast, and nobody else want me, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, it's cool because I'm still fine. Okay, no, this is a little joke. I mean, it's not, it's not the reality. <laughs> I'm not gonna play with you today. But also in other news, we got a segue and talk about some other um, stuff. Uh, Coming to America 2 um, has finished filming, obviously, um, and has been releasing some footage or some, some promo some photos. Photos, and, and they look so good. I'm so excited. It looks like uh, um, some of the cast, the original cast has come back. Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall. Um, I don't remember... The, his love interest was her name. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're being typing away. Oh, type, 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 type. Oh my type, god, type. I hope they bring back sexually chocolate. Sexually <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> not, not sexually chocolate. Sexually chocolate. God, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I need to watch it before. I need to rewatch it. It can, what? It came out in the early 90s. No, it came out in 88. Shut the fuck up. Like, seriously. Prince Akeem. The royal penis is clean. (laughs) That was my favorite part of the movie. Whatever you like. 
<laughs> Listen, y'all. Juices and berries, y'all. Black so people are so lit. So very lit. Uh, and the original cast, James Earl Jones, John Amish, Sherry Heedley. That's, that's, she's, mm-hmm. she's come back as his love interest. Mm-hmm. Looks great. So glow. It's so many quotables. <laughs> so many quotables from that movie. Listen. Samuel man. Jackson was in the. He was a robber. That, he didn't have he a name. Back? No, I don't know. He's no. He's not. Oh, like, wait oh, a minute. He's the original cast. Um. <laughs> is the most funniest man. Like this man is like seventy. Yeah, he's he is close to seven, at least close to seventy. Let's see. He is hilarious, and like his early roles are hilarious as hell. But uh, shout out to them for uh, remaking this um, this classic, and I hope I hope they do it justice. Well, it's not a remake; it's a sequel. I'm sorry, a sequel. I hope they uh, seventy one. Seventy one. He look good for 71. He does. Go ahead on with the Kango. Yes. Oh. Cuban Gooden Jr. was in there too. The boy getting the haircut. Is he? Ain't he in jail? I think so. I think so. The memes. The memes in the video. I'm like, wait a minute. But yeah, a lot of the original cast is coming back. And I just hope they really do it justice for round two. Yeah. Because round one was so great. And just sitting here thinking about all the quotables from that movie. And that's one thing that's really prevalent in my family. And my family is if you're not able to quote or know where the quote is from a black movie, it's a problem. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's a problem. My mom and I do that all the time. Yeah, I like to just randomly like speak in quotes. Like, (laughs) that's like my thing. Like, yeah. So, um, also talking about. Um, back to oversaturating the market um, or not oversaturating the market, the cannabis market it's oversaturated with white men Mm -hmm. and the prison system is oversaturated with a whole bunch of black men um, that had non-violent marijuana charges who are still incarcerated but that was not the point of me saying that Uh, I just wanted to bring a little light to that Um, because I feel like the the Episode was lacking a little blackness. You know little blackness, just a little. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jay Z has started a cannabis line. It's supposed to, supposed to be the shit. It's called Monogram, um, and it's, yeah, it's supposed yeah, man. Y'all know Jay Z and Beyonce be high as. I know fuck. Beyonce. Be, <laughs> the videos are in the car, laid out like <laughs> she <done> literally. <laughs> She literally performed in six inch heels for an hour or two. And I know she get lit. I know she has to get lit. I think she'd be high on stage. Probably. I feel like Beyonce is so like used to her career. Yeah. That she is just like, you know what? She's going autopilot mode, muscle memory. Right. Yeah, that shit is funny. It's, it was a video of her breaking one of her props. I remember the video in the early 2000s of her falling down all the stairs. You're ringing the alarm? Ring the and alarm. And then popping right back the fuck Pop up because she's who? Beyonce. <laughs> she is motherfucking Beyonce. Because I am what? Sickening. 
Yes, bitch. Um, at this point, uh, today is December 17th. There's still no update on the cover relief package. Yay. And, like, I went on a, a very angry rant um, in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Episode uh, three, I believe. Yes. And they really tried to say, give people a, a stimulus check of $600. Yeah. They really don't want to continue the unemployment benefits for the people who are displaced. Not for their own doing, but because the economy sucks. Because... Because jobs. the president of the United States mishandled a pandemic that he knew about well before mm-hmm. it fully gripped the United States. Yeah. And anybody who believes that he did not know about it before, any of y'all motherfucking Trump heads out there that are like, he didn't know or blah, 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 blah. He knew. There's He's the president of the free world. He's the president of the free world. And there's also a multitude of evidence proven legal evidence unlike the evidence that he's trying to present uh about the election that proves that he knew about the the virus there's video have you seen the video not video audio Mm -hmm. of him saying that he wants to downplay the virus because oh i've heard the audio yes yes. Yes. Uh uh-huh like there's it's his fault it's nobody else it definitely is and the government like the government officials the people who are they have their hands in the debates or the uh, yeah the debates of the cover relief, they're obviously far removed mm-hmm. um, from reality because mm-hmm. what six hundred dollars don't even pay my rent, let alone people who have rent in in big cities like um, L.A. and Dallas and Austin and yeah. New York, and a lot of these people we literally got a stimulus check. When did that come out? March, March of this year, 2020. No, it wasn't March. It was more like May. You're right. It was May, and I didn't get mine until September. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so May. So literally May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Seven months. What are people supposed to do? People have been getting evicted. Um, people have been returning to work, but returning to work making... Way less than a livable wage. Way less. Some people's um, monthly income has been split in halves and mm-hmm. fourths and thirds. So the numbers of people returning to work is really, they don't take into account the people who are not making the same amount of money. Which is pretty much everybody who is <clears throat> who is working in a, quote, entry level or like, service job, yeah. uh, retail, working in the grocery stores, who are essential workers because they work in a grocery store and should be receiving some type of hazard pay. And, and, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and at this point, I, I feel like they, they're they like, oh, well, if you don't want to work those jobs, then you don't deserve any relief money. But you want really people to put their, their health um, on the line. And also, like, a lot of people, like myself, Yes, my job shut down, and I could easily, well, not easily because the job market is oversaturated, but, like, I could go and get another job, mm-hmm. but when my my job reopens, I'm just going to go back to my job. Yeah, if your job is able to reopen. If my job is able to reopen, God willing, they're able to reopen, but, like, and that's why true. would I go and get a job for however many weeks to quit and then go back to the job I was, like, it... It doesn't make sense to put my life and the life of the people I live with in danger yeah. for a job that is not going to pay me enough money to even live. Yeah. 
that's so. the thing. That's the reality of it that people are, are that the government is just really, really failing. And I don't know how these people are <clears throat> can say that they are government servants, the servants of the people. If this is the way you're treating the people, you literally were trying to push for um, these businesses to have liability insurance against getting sued. Mm-hmm from workers who literally lost their lives being on the front line and working for you yep. because you didn't shut down. Um, because they didn't want to risk not having a job. Um, so it's just, it's very sickening and it's very disheartening and it's, it's maddening. It's, yeah. It pisses me the fuck off because it's just like, y'all voted to extend it. It's Thursday. Like I said, we're recording Thursday, um, December 17th. And literally, if they don't make a um, come to an agreement by tomorrow. Unemployment ends on the twenty sixth. Yep. Rent is due on the first. Yep. Bills are due. Bill, yep. Bills 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 haven't gone away because of COVID. No. Nope. Bills haven't shut down because of COVID. No. Nope. They're still here. They're still like and like they the still crazy, want their money. The craziest thing to me is there's all this debt. Mm-hmm. There's all this debt floating around everywhere. No one this year has been able to financially recoup. Mm-hmm. Some people have. Yeah. Most Jeff people. Jeff Bezos has been able to recoup. Uh, no, most people are in a situation where they will not anytime soon be financially stable again. And these are people, I'm talking about people who were financially stable before the pandemic yeah. started. Like people Let, have mortgages. They had... Like, car notes, they have student loan bills, they have utility bills, they have children to feed. First of all, student loan debt should be canceled. Student loan debt should not even ever have been a thing to begin with. I don't know whose brilliant idea it was, but whoever it was, whoever it was, I wanted to dig them up and find them. Um, mortgages, mortgage debt for this year should be canceled. Really? It just should be credit forgiveness. Like, start everybody over at a 650 credit score because people people who who have lost their jobs and it's literally either you're going to pay your bills or you're going to pay for a roof over your head and you're going to mm-hmm. keep keep the lights on and if you're working from home and you're you're um working at a customer service job where you're making 12 or 10 dollars or 9 dollars an hour but they're trying to pay rate now um they're going to make people are going to make sure they have a roof over their head before they pay anything they're just going to be like well fuck the credit card debt yeah um, I'm just gonna make sure that I can eat and my family can eat, yep. and I can keep the lights on. Yep. Like they really have to, literally have to rob Peter to pay Paul, and that's really taken away from what you would pay one bill and putting it towards another bill. In case mm-hmm. you didn't know about that terminology, um, but yeah, it's 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 terrible. It's sickening, and it 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 just confuses me that. They have to debate on it. It's it's yeah. It's not a political thing. It's really a human like it's a morality human, thing. Yeah, that clearly the U.S. government has no morals. No, we don't. And it's just like we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world. And you look around at all these other developed countries like Canada and Switzerland and Germany and France and Australia and the U.K. and they're actually paying their their people a month a month. Um, France is literally paying up to 80% of people's salary 
um, that were displaced workers. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I at this that. point, y'all just don't want to. Y'all just want to widen the gap between classes. I saw something on TikTok the other day where the president of New Zealand, if you didn't know, New Zealand has reopened. They have no COVID cases. Um, and I saw two things in regards to New Zealand. One was from a person who lives in New Zealand, and and she was telling how strict the lockdown was. One person could leave the house and go to the store. If you if there if you were going somewhere, if you were going for more than a walk around your neighborhood, you were being stopped by the police. Like, in America, that's scary because police officers will shoot you if you're black. Right. But if we lived in a system, in a world, in a place like New Zealand, where the government was made for the people and not for themselves and for, for big the business, yeah. we would be done with COVID. We really would be. But instead, we live in a country where money rules everything. Literally, a, a mayor um, resigned because they were receiving death threats for putting for implementing a, a mass mandate. Mm-hmm. There has been a kidnap coup or attempt on the governor of Wisconsin or Minnesota. One of the two, yeah. Yeah. Um, because people don't want to wear a mask. People we that damn selfish. They're like, oh, this is literally my right. Okay, if you want to die from COVID, go ahead. It is your right to die of COVID. It is. (laughs) But it's just like if we would have came together as a a common human race and realized that this is something that has taken over a quarter million people Mm -hmm. um, from this life and did what we were supposed to do, did a neighborly thing and make sure we stay six feet apart, Make sure that you know instead of dining in, try to do takeout. Mm-hmm. And yes, it, it was it was very hard and very mentally taxing being on lockdown for the first month. Yeah. Um, but case it it was it was proven cases went down, but as soon as we opened back up, cases went up, and deaths you know, went up. It was so nuts because they were like, when we have a trend of uh, cases going down for th- three weeks or something like that, we'll we'll assess reopening and the cases were going down. Mm-hmm. And right as the cases were going down, they were like, all right, let's reopen. And as soon as they reopened, the cases went right back right the fuck back up. up. Yeah. Do, do, listen, do I want to wear a mask everywhere I go? Absolutely not. Yeah. No, but I would much rather wear a mask, a cloth mask that I can get a cute design on and match it to my outfits than to have uh, a ventilator yeah. <laughs> on my face or to have to be... Um, uh, laying face down in a hospital bed because I can't breathe laying on my back. Yeah. Like, and um, I don't think we've talked about this, but the singer and artist and songwriter uh, Jeremiah had a bout with COVID. And people don't really oh, yeah, talk about... I saw that, yeah. Yeah, people don't really talk about the other side of COVID. He literally had to learn how to walk again because he had organ failure. Mm-hmm. He had memory loss. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you're not able to breathe, that's taking away oxygen from your brain. Your brain stops functioning properly. Yep. Um, and your brain is basically the motherboard of your body. Yeah. The central yep. computer uh, to all your organs. So if your brain's not getting enough oxygen, then everything else starts to fail. Yeah, everything. You know how I work with a computer. Yeah. You get that one virus and your computer is on the fritz. 
It's unafraid. So, so just y'all be safe out there. Wear a mask. Yeah, and hopefully when we uh, you know do our next couple of rounds of episodes, by then the uh, Senate would have approved something for the American people. Yeah. If not, then there's going to be an uproar. Yeah. We only have until January 20th, and then we have an entirely new president. And one who will take, who is already taking this more seriously than 45 did. Yeah. And I'm going to cut that right there. Yeah. Until next time. Yes, until next time. We will see you all on the next episode. Yeah, don't forget to follow. Oh, my bad. Oh, no. You go ahead. I was about to straight up be like, bye, and not get my socials out. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's Urban Proper Pod, P-O-D. And Facebook and Instagram are at Urban Proper Podcast. Yes, and we also have a link tree um, link that we're gonna you're gonna be seeing on our social media is popping up. Yes, um, and that yeah. that will link you to all of our social media and all uh, all the places you can listen to the podcast. Yeah. So, and if like we said, this this episode was really geared toward the people who um, are newcomers to the content or struggling with their content. If you have any questions or any comments, um, hit us up on our socials. We want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If Talk to us about what you want to hear. Um, anything you want to learn. We'll, we'll try to reach out to some professionals and get you some information. But yeah. Um, until next time, y'all. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.